in, in South Africa we don't have uh, Ajahn like you. I wanted to meet someone with a deep connection with Lupacha because uh, Lupacha changed my life. Mm. So I came to, and all my friends, uh, Ajahn Sujito, Ajahn Kalunito, others talk about how, mm. what a good monk you are. Mm. So I came to ask for your uh, blessing, your advice, your, your guidance. Mm. We face many challenges in Africa, mm. uh, and I sometimes know I could be a better teacher, but at the same time I'm trying to deepen, deepen my sila samadhi panya. It's difficult, but I treasure the, the teachings of the Pacha, and also I'm combining them with teachings from the Chinese master Xinhua on Jiaome uh, Kuan Yin, or Kuan Yin Bodhisattva. And I noticed that you, uh, Haruniko, you told me that you have a feeling for, for that practice around Kuan Yin. So, any encouragement or advice you can, or blessing you can give us for our practice and for our work there, I'd be grateful. So what you said, like, the, the main thing that you need to keep in your heart at all times is to have this quality of metta in the heart at all times. This is, this is like one of the main qualities of the Bodhisattva is to have metta, to have kindness, have compassion, and also to have karuna as well, and to have that there as well. This is, and to help, you know, help people out, help teach other people, do whatever you can for other people, especially you're in a country where it's like, you know, a lot of people having a lot of suffering, so, you can use that way, those qualities of the Bodhisattva to like to help other people and to teach other people. But you know, you really also you have to do you know, you have to practice yourself. You really have to learn how to do these things for yourself and make these uh, good qualities appear within your own heart and to arise within your own heart. Uh, <clears throat> and the way you do this is by the foundation of doing that is by developing Sila Samadhi Panya and eventually these uh, qualities will come about deeper and deeper as the practice goes on. And so this is this is something that that, that Lumpocha emphasised a lot is 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 to to teach yourself first, but then you know you also teach others as well. So whatever you've learned, you help you pass that on to other people. Lumpocha is always always um always emphasising this a lot. So you know you do benefit for your, not only yourself but you do benefit for others as well. So you have to have to have to have a balance between the two of like helping others and benefiting others, and also helping yourself and benefiting yourself. So in a in a country like Africa, it's obviously things are a lot harder there. It's not a Buddhist country to to teach any sort of spiritual ways. Um, obviously, it's going to be a lot harder. So the main thing the main thing you need to develop while you, while you're there and while you're helping teaching is kanti is, is to have patience and just have endurance. Um, because you know this was this was one of the main qualities of the bodhisattva as well to have this patience to help out others to help out people that are a lot less fortunate. You know, if you're in a country, to say like America, where there is the society is a bit different or whatever, you know, it's quite easy to live in a country like that and to teach people. But even in a country like Africa, it is a lot harder to teach people in that in that sense. So it is harder than normal. So you do really have to have that that patience there, that endurance there, and you know, you have to sort of, you know, fight for the good. Um, so basi- basically, you know, the main thing is, with stressing is to, you know, to do benefit for yourself and then to do benefit for others. 
thank you for, for telling that story. Uh, it was through my, you remember how sick I was in Thailand. And it was then when I was many years, three years had to lie down almost, you know, uh, that's when I started hearing that Quan uh, Yin could uh, help, help me. So then I just, at first I just wanted to get well. But the more I chanted Quan Yin's name and Quan Yin's Dabizo, the mantra, mm. great compassion mantra, it also, not only I started to get slowly, slowly, slowly better, but it, it did start to make me realize I had to develop more metta and, and more karuna. So the more I called on the Bharamita of Kwanin, the more she seems to be making me practice to go deeper into my own uh, kindness. So it was also around sickness in my own case that uh, connected me. Uh, and I, I feel the Theravada and Mahayana are not in conflict. I feel they, they support one another. Uh, but uh, any thoughts you have on, on how the two great traditions <coughs> of the Buddha can work together, I, I'd be grateful to hear. Because sometimes you get some Theravada that, no, 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 I don't want to hear Mahayana, Mahayana, Buddha, Vajna, and the other. Mahayana practitioner says, oh, you're the small people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just, I, I feel I'm trying to remember that they all come from the from Prabhupada's child, from the Buddha. So the two, the two aspects of Theravada and Mahayana is basically, if you compare it to like a bird, Mm-hmm. You know, you have a bird, and you know, you have the left wing and you have the right wing, and, and both those, you know, that a bird needs two wings to fly. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's like Theravada is one wing and Mahayana is the other wing, and, and the body of the bird, that's like uh, that quality of Buddha. Mm-hmm. Um, so if if that bird, that, that Buddha, doesn't have both wings, it can't fly. So it needs, you know, it needs to have both those aspects there. Um, you have to really, like, realize what what a Buddha is and how a Buddha comes into being is like so, a being that decides to become a Buddha has to build Barami for, for a very very long time has to you know, give up for so many people has to sacrifice so much um, and they have to do that over like a very very long period of time so and eventually when that becomes when that Barami becomes full that's when they become that's when they become a Buddha and at that at that point you know at that point in time, when they become a Buddha, then they're able to teach, and then they're able to help others be released from suffering and to gain nibbana. And so, when that that being that has become the Buddha now teaches, that that's what gives rise to Theravada. Mm-hmm. So, but to give rise to Theravada, you also need Mahayana as well. You need someone to build the Barami to become a Buddha, so they can teach, so you can get Theravada, and basically the cycle continues like that. So, you really need both sides of it. You know, you need you need to really appreciate. Uh, how much the Buddha actually gave up and how, how long it takes to build up that Barami to become a Buddha. And so, once again, you know, both Theravada and Mahayana, basically it's the one thing, it's Buddha.
some finance with last year, bad feelings, Achillea, and that bring me to an accident with my motorbike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was very close to that. And, mm. um, but after later I had to wake up, it was very deep peace to me. Mm. It was very, um, I had so much compassion for because of the pain, maybe I don't know what happened. Mm. Also with, with the teachings of Buddhism. Mm. And, um, my heart was very open and mm. I, I, see, I saw very clear um, the suffering of the beings and many mm. other things. Mm. And, but now I'm uh, losing this with the time. And what can I do mm. to go back without an accident? <laughs> You, know, you basically you have to you have to you know, think over that experience a lot that experience that you actually went through and think about you know, back to that that time when your mind was in that one that that bad state and through the better state as well you have to think about like all the you know the wrong things that you did in your life before the accident the, that sort of bad karma that led you to that point that got you there and then and so you have to see the danger in these things the danger in these things that are in samsara that are, that are uh, pulling you towards the, the mind being more and more defiled so and, and the more you do this and the more you reflect on these kinds of things the dangers that's, that's out there in the world the more you realise I, I really shouldn't be negligent with my life I really should um, practice this way a lot more and the more you see that the more you'll be able to see the suffering and so that will sort of give you that encouragement to just keep going to keep going and to get that mind back to that, that point Yeah. And um, the Buddhism also helped me to uh, lose the pain because I had so much pain and mm. the medicine don't help me. Mm -hmm. And um, the Buddhism helped me to, I wrote the teachings of Gelman uh, Rinpoche, mm. how to go with the pain. Mm. And it helps me, and later the university wants to make a study with me mm. because it was like a bit motivating or something. Mm. Because I don't, now I don't need, uh, when I have big pain, mm. I can say no pain, I don't need mm. medicine. And um, how it is possible. He says, so that's, it's like a, your old, you know, your old, like, good merit that you have when you sort of got to that point, your body's in that sort of. Uh, state state of such such pain or whatever so your old like your old good merit your old good karma sort of comes back at that point it's like you've obviously developed these things in a previous life so at that time it sort of kicks in and kicks in and it's like okay well this is this is how I should deal with this so that old old karma comes to fruition at that point in time so basically what you have to do is really all you have to keep doing is just keep practicing keep practicing and trying to strengthen that a lot more um, once again, obviously something that it was developed uh, previously in another life or something. So all you have to do now is just to keep practicing and keep trying to develop that. Yeah. And then 
main thing, the, the main sort of foundation, the focal point that you need to, 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 to practice and to focus on is, is the development of mindfulness and having mindfulness at all times. Um, when, you can, when you can have this mindfulness there, you'll be able to see the moods and emotions that, that come into your mind, you'll be able to see them a lot clearly and you'll be able to let them go a lot easier. So this is, what, this is the way you really need to practice, just practice watching over the mind and developing mindfulness. Um, so there's times when you, yeah, you get restless, you get stressed out. Um, so just, just try to watch over the mind at that point in time and don't react to the things that the mind is doing. Um, you basically, you have to sort of, the way the agent explains it is to sort of like, you know, to like massage it out sort of thing when these, when these kinds of um, bad feelings come about or whatever. It's like, you know, you just gradually massage it out to so like you've got a pain in the body. And you gradually, gradually just massage it out. It's the same kind of thing with the mind. Um, so, to really develop calm in the mind and to develop that peace in the mind, you, you really have to have this mindfulness in, in the present moment. And you have to... Got bok mà lại thằng nào You really need to develop mindfulness in the present moment. This is what's going to help uh, have help you to develop this calm in the mind. Um, so, for those times when stress and uh, agitation and things come up, the more you practice like this, the easier you'll be able to deal with these things. But also, just remember, it takes time. It takes time. It's not, it's not going to happen overnight. It will take time, but it will gradually get better the more and more you practice. Don't worry, it takes, takes a long time. It takes a long Developing the practice takes a long time. Yeah, yeah, good time. you're on the plane to develop meditation at that point in time. the way that you really help people is by practicing yourself first and, and to understand the truth 
for yourself first. When when you when you do actually see the Dharma and you do understand the Dharma a lot more, then you'll be able to help people a lot more and help people a lot better. But also, like, you know, things, the material things that you have, you can also, whatever you have, you can help give that to other people, that's a way to help. But the, the, the way to really help people is by to develop the Dharma and then by sharing that with them. Because I see also we have enough money in this country and we can Maybe buy everybody all the rich people a motorbike, and then they can have they can all have an accident. And he said, that, you know, this it's basically the way the world is. The world is the world is the way it is. It's like it's the what we call like the Vibhat karma of of the way the world is. The the resulting karma. That's just the way the world is. For example, like India, India hasn't changed for like thousands and thousands of years. People that are really rich, they're like they're like super super rich, but people that are super poor are like super super poor, and that's you know that's uh, the Buddha was born there. It was like that in the time of the Buddha. It's still like that now. It's just yeah, this is just the way the world is. sort of plans about what you what you want to do um, you know basically if you don't make any plans and just let things go the way they are it's like you'll you'll you know you you're just sort of subjecting yourself to too many to too many outside influences you have to but the re- you have to understand the reason why you need to why you need to make plans is like you have to sort of look on on the other side of you know what happens if you don't make these plans you know, have to see the suffering of like all these different things that can come up in the world all these things that can um, all these all these different moods and emotions that we have that bring the mind down and put us in bad mind states and how how basically you know, everything in this life is actually inherently suffering. You have to sort of be looking at this all the time. 
And so you really need to make a plan to make this better, to find a way out of this suffering. Um, because at all, at, every, at, at all times, every second of the day, we're, we're overrun by greed, hatred and delusion in the mind. And this is, this is like it's, it's caging us in and it's, it's covering us with darkness. It's, it's, like, it's literally like we're in a prison. So basically, you need to like find some sort of plan to break out. If you just, if you just go, oh, I'll just, I'll just leave it the way it is, you're going to stay in that prison for the rest of your life. It's like a bird in a cage. If, if it has a way to get out, it'll eventually, it'll eventually try to get out. It won't, it won't just like stay in a cage. So if, if you do just like let it go and let things unfold naturally, as they say, a lot of the times you, you're just stuck in the same prison. So what you need to do in making plans, the, way, the plan that you need to make is to follow the path of the Buddha. Um, and this is what will get you out of this suffering. You know, in, in essence, what you're doing is the right thing. It's like uh, when you notice the mind is uh, starting to run off. You know, you keep pulling it back to the breath, pulling it back. Um, basically, you, you need to keep doing this until the mind actually stops. But you can also, you know, what you're doing, it's, in a way, it's sort of right as well. You can just sort of see that these thoughts, they have no real meaning, no real essence, not, you know, no, no real sort of formation or anything like that, they're, they're just simply just thoughts and they're basically just something that's coming up and you're, it's like you're throwing them away and you just sort of see them see them as that insubstantial sort of thing. So, and if you investigate in that way while these things are happening, that, that'll, that'll help you come back to the breath and bring your mindfulness back to the breath. Um, but a lot of the times when you, when you are thinking a lot and when the mind is very, very restless, sometimes it's, it's good to have like uh, what they call it in Thai, like a, a, a borikam, like a word, some sort of word to hold on to. Um, that can that can stop that can stop the restless thoughts. Um, because sometimes if if it's just the breath, it's maybe a bit a little bit too refined, and it's hard to follow. So it is good to <coughs> also have this word that, to fall back on. Yeah. Where did that word borikam? Parikama. Parikama. Yeah, parikama. In Thai, it sort of more means like a, a meditation object. have a personality, it's fine, but in the end you have to let it all go anyway. So 
so it's, it's empty so you, you actually have to let it go so you know, the, the best thing to, 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 to see that and to see that emptiness is to be able to, um, to practice towards emptiness and you do that by, by watching the breath the breath is a very you could say it's like the middle uh, it's a very medium moderate one is good for everyone um, because all of us, we have uh, greed, hatred, and delusion in the mind at all time. So the breath is a, it's a good way. It's a good sort of medium ground. So you have to see for things like um, when one has anger in the mind. That's, that's when you bring up the Brahma Viharas like Meta Karuna to, to counter that. Or if one has strong uh, strong desires come up in the mind, one needs like a super meditation to counter that. And so, for strong delusion in the mind, we need the we need the breath to make them to make the mind like empty and spacious. So, you know, it it doesn't really matter what what kind of uh, character there is. Everyone's a different character, and also, but everyone has like a little bit of everything mixed in. So, whenever these emotions come up, you need to be able to pull these these different kinds of kamatans together, and to be able to um to fight those uh, to to counter those emotions that are coming up. Can translate that? Yeah. He says, so it's like, it's like it's, it, goes, it goes through stages. It goes through stages, you know. A lot of times you're thinking a lot, thinking a lot and doubting a lot. It's like, what's the, what's the right thing to do? What's the right way to practice? All these kinds of things. So, you know, that, that's, where, that's where you really need to, like, pull the mind back and make the mind calm. And to, the, more, the more you're able to do that, you know, the less and less these, these sort of doubts Speculations and all these things—they'll they'll get less and less. Uh, but then, when 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 these when these sort of mental emotions become less and less, that's when that's when the other things start to come up. Like to say, for example, like uh, like raga or desire—that that starts to come up. So you, you always have to be on guard, and you always have to be uh, seeing what's arising within the mind and using the the different meditation objects to counter that. You know, the, the most important thing to remember is to have mindfulness at all points in time because whatever whatever is actually arising within the mind, you have to have the mindfulness there to be able to see it and then to let it go. And then when one is able to do that, that's when the mind starts to experience starts to experience emptiness. And so when when this emptiness starts to arise in the mind a lot more, this is when one starts to see the path a lot more clearly and understand how one needs to practice and one needs to progress in the practice a lot more. Um, but to do this, to get to get to this emptiness, to get to that point where the mindfulness is enough, you really need to develop a lot of calm in the mind um, and have that sort of stillness there within the mind. You know, but you know, it's it's especially hard for people that doubt a lot or a sort of doubting character, um, because even even when they do start to experience some calm in the mind, it's like as soon as it calms over, they start to doubt again. I was like, oh, what was that? You know, how how did I get that? And, you know, like all all these doubts start to arise again. So at the start, it's like this a lot, you know, for a, doubt, for a doubting character. It's like these things will go back and forth. But eventually, the more you practice, the more <clears throat> the more you'll be able to see these doubts for what they really are, and they won't they won't worry you as much. Um, in time, basically, in time, they'll just get better. So, but as I said, for doubting, it's very very hard because like a lot of times when you're doubting, it's like if the mind's not calm, you're always doubting. It's like why aren't I calm at the moment? And then when the mind does actually become calm, it's like, well, how did that happen? You know, it's like so it's like a vicious circle. So doubting is a hard, hard thing to deal with. 
Um, but you know, you really have to practice for yourself. And when your own practice becomes like, when your own practice becomes deep into that level, that's where, that's when you'll start to understand these things a lot more. So it's just just given us enough. So our heads don't explode. So don't don't think about it. Don't think about it too much. So it's like Adrian. You know, when you came here, when you came here, it's like. It's sort of in a way, you know, you had a pair of shoes and you gave shoes to that person, and you got another pair of shoes and you gave shoes to that person, and you had no shoes for yourself. <laughs> so, I think so it's sort of like you're practicing like the Bodhisattva path, but if you're, but if you're only only practicing like the to get rid of your own suffering, you'd have your own shoes, and it's like, now these are my shoes, I, I need to wear these shoes, and you know, I have to have these shoes, sort of thing. So, you have to, you have to know that. The, the balance between the two of like if you have if you have other shoes you know you give other shoes out but you know you don't want to cut your own feet <laughs> it's good because you know you're, you're willing to suffer for the happiness of others Instead of this Buddha? Yeah, or like, you know, what, 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 like the, you know, the people nowadays, you know, they, they may say they make Haritana to so become like disciples of the next Buddha. Yeah. Right. Why, why didn't they make an Haritana to follow this Buddha that's already in okay. Different people have different kinds of faiths. You know, some people, you know, want to uh, have the determination to follow like a future Buddha, but. And other people, they, they'd rather, you know, just follow the Buddha that we've got now. So, you know, but in reality, one has to be very, very careful. Um, and one really has to, like, you know, whoever, whoever you have faith in, you have to, you know, follow the teachings of the Buddha anyway, because it's, it's really, it's not sure where you're going to be born. You know, the next life where you're going to be born, you could drop to like a lower level. These, these things aren't really sure. So one really has to you know, make the effort and try to get to that point where one becomes a sort of partner and that's, that's the only sort of safety and assurance that you've got. Would, would, you, would you say that becoming a sort of partner is like a future Buddha is more difficult than becoming an Arahant or a, 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 this, this uh, as, in, as in like now? Present day now? Or is it more difficult to become an arahant now? Because like if, like if you have to practice for that long, you know, yep. like, I guess like most people will get like lost on the way. Yeah. Or, or how, how does that work? Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so, for, for now it's, yeah, to, now to become an arahant is hard, but to come, become one, it's even harder. So. <laughs> <laughs> 